0: samaray prashna for their safety and security, but the government takes advantage of this to harm the citizens, where will they go? We see perfectly that Ajahnara should not be punished although you are attempting to take him to Yamada for punishment. It was due Ajahnara's glorifying the Holy Name of the Supreme Lord that he was not punishable. The Vishnu thus explained this as follows. Simply by once chanting the holy name of Narayana, his Brahmana has become free from the reactions of the simple life. Indeed, he has been freed not only from the sins of this life, but from the sins of many, many thousands of other lives. He has already undergone true atonement for all his sinful actions. If one atones according to the actions of the Shastras, one does not actually become free from sinful reactions. But if one chants the holy name of the Lord, even a glimpse of such chanting can immediately free one from all sins. Chanting the glories of the Lord's holy name awakens all good fortune. Therefore, there is no doubt that a Jamila being completely free from all sinful reactions should not be punished by the as they were saying this, to the Vishnu Dutas, under from the ropes of the Yamalutas and left for their own abode. <coughs> the Brahmana Jamila, however, offered his respect to obeisances to the Vishnu Dutas. He could understand how fortunate he was to have chanted the Holy Name of Narayana at the end of his life. Indeed, he would realize the full significance of the good fortune. Having thoroughly understood the discussion between the Yama Uthas and the Vishnu he became a pure devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He lamented very much for how very simple he had become and he condemned himself again and again. Finally, because of his association with the Vishnu Rudas, his original consciousness aroused, he gave up everything and went to Haridwar, where he engaged in devotional service without deviation, always thinking of the Supreme personality of God. Thus, the Vishnudas went there, seated him in a golden throne and took him away to wipe him the In summary, although the simple Ajambala, meant to call his son the holy name of Lord Marayana, even though chanted in the preliminary stage, Nama Vasa, was able to give him liberation. one who chants the holy of the Lord with faith and devotion is certainly exalted. He is protected even in his material, conditional life. Text 1 Sri Bhadra Nirvacha Sri Bhadra Nirvacha Evante Bhagavan Upada, come, 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 After hearing the statements of the Yamudas, they replied as follows. Text two Sri Vishnu Buddha Uchhu Aho Pashtam Dharma Drisham Adharma Varsha Te Sadham Eta Yatra Thandesh Apa Veshu Ya Sri Team Sri Vishnu Buddha Uchuk I Principles by attempting to drag a jungler to Yamaraja for punishment. Yamaraja is an officer appointed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead to judge religious and irreligious principles and to punish people who are irreligious. However, if completely sinless people are punished, the entire assembly of Yamaraja is contaminated. This principle applies not only in the assembly of the but throughout human society also. In human society, properly maintaining religious principles is the duty of the king's court or the government. Unfortunately, in this Yuga, Kali Yuga, the religious principles are tampered with and the government cannot properly judge who is to be punished and who is not. It is said that in the Kali one cannot spend money in court, one cannot get justice. Indeed, in courts of justice, it is often found that magistrates are bribed right for favorable judgments. Sometimes, religious men who preach the Krishna consciousness movement for the benefit of the entire populace are arrest harassed or arrested and harassed by the police and courts. The Vishnambudas, who are Vaishnavas, lamented for these very regrettable facts. Because of their spiritual compassion for all the fallen souls, Vaishnavas go out to peace according to the standard method of all religious principles. But unfortunately, because of the influence of Kali Yuga, Vaishnavas, who have dedicated their lives to preaching the glories of the Lord, are sometimes harassed and punished by courts on false charges of disturbing the peace. Omaya nitye gaurave saranye namo bhagavate shri chaitanyam mahavittam sthapitam yena mukare sarimukha kada maiya pradanti sanatalanikam tantena bhuti guru shri tata param shri upam vitam Sri Rada, Krishna, Sagar, and Rita, Sri Shaka, Krishna, Kurna, Single, Yaman, Pate, Vokesh, and Vokika, and No, okay. committed for the punishment that he deserves to get, based on his simple actions. They said them all, but they miss the crucial point what happened at the time of Javala's death. At the time of Javala, where he helplessly called out the name of his son, which happened to be Narayana. So by helplessly calling on his son Narayana, Lord Narayana Nivayaputta, who is always listening to the devotees' calls, he has got his call center open. 24-7, days, no holiday of his prayers, he says that the Lord is always glancing and for Krishna. He's also always hearing whether we he hear our daily java or not, the Lord hears. So he sent his messengers because four syllable um, names and to four Vishut came. And here we see, they are going to present the arguments in favor of Ajahnanda. Why he should not be punished. (coughs) As the chapter summary started by discussing the theme of who is to be punished, who is not to be punished. What will happen if a person who is not to be punished gets punished? The implication is that the whole assembly which approves of such punishment of an innocent person becomes contaminated. Because the Yamadugas were quoting so much of the uh, the laws from the law books of Yamadugas, the they made this sentence, he must be punished like this, and they finally established that then, why punishment is required is because to create a fear in those who are committing sinful activities so that they will become purified and those who need to be protected they will also be protected. So that's why punishment is there. From that angle, Yamatogas are angry, and they are trying to establish religion, the now, Vishnu says, take their own argument and say if you want to establish Dharma, you should know actually the ultimate Dharma also, which is glorification of the Lord, which is what Najangala did at the right juncture. He glorified the Lord's holy name, and by that act alone, he has atoned for the entire sins and he has committed, not only in this life but in creates lives also. Therefore, he is not to be punished. That's how they put forward their argument. and also they glorify the Lord's holy name. How even at the um, Namavasa stage, one gets to it, the different stages in chanting the Holy Name, first is see offensive, then remove feeling, then keep pure. <coughs> so they put forward their argument and they established the fact that <coughs> because Anjana has chanted in a helpless way, calling out the Lord's name without offenses, so therefore he um, need not be punished. That's what Prabhupada writes in the chapter summary that the holy name of the Lord, uh, anyone who chants the holy name of the Lord with faith and devotion is certainly exalted. He is protected even in this material condition life. So then this chapter begins by uh, Sukhya Goswami this past time too. Maharaj so That's how we saw earlier um finished off by describing the Hellish planets that melted the heart of Parasit Maharaj. He was worried about how will these souls who are suffering the hell, how will they get, um, get out of the hell and how will they get out of the suffering and how will they get elevated. So that was the Theme in which the sixth hand will be named now here after having described the Yamadudas now uh, Sukhaya Goswami is going to give the other side we will start here as we hear Yamadudha Uchugu, we are going to hear Vishnududha Puchuku from second verse onwards <coughs> so in the purport uh, so, in the translation to the first verse, Prabhupada explains how uh, the servants of Lord Vishnu are logic and arguments. So, Prabhupada's lecture on these two verses, and especially even from one to five, and then two separately, one separately. So, he is establishing, Prabhupada is establishing the fact, that God is a person. Vishnu is not alone, Krishna is not alone. He is with his devotees and his associates who are always willing to serve him and always willing to go to any place hmm. wherever the Lord wants them to go and do the service what he asks them to do. That's why the Vishnu rulers come. Hmm. Prabhupada up on this word bhagavad because they are messengers of Bhagavan, they are called as Bhagavad the servant of Lord Vishnu. And then we have the messengers of servant of Lord Yamada, they are called as Yama Then Prabhupada moves on to explain how um, Vishnu Gita is also expert in arguments and logic. Therefore, they are using the same argument of the Yamadugas, saying that we are going to take him to the court of Yamada, the is the one who establishes Dharma. Krishna does not say, oh, is it so? Okay, We are going to establish Dharma. Do you actually know what Dharma is? Do you not actually know what the ultimate Dharma is, which you seem not to be knowing and claiming yourself to be uh, giving punishment? And what will happen if an innocent person gets punished? In the court of Yamaraj, who is the maintainer of dharma? Do you know the implication of what you are doing? So, this is like creating a sense of guilt based on their own arguments, which the Yamada was thereby establishing that the um, fact that Yamada is innocent. As we saw, how did he become innocent is by chanting the holy name of the Lord and the time of his um, death. Now, in the purpose to the um, second verse,
1: there is a contrast
0: being made between religion and religion, and then the theme of punishment is discussed, who is to be punished, who is not to be punished, Then Prabhupada brings the context in the current society, how punishment is being given. Then he touches upon the legal system, how governments work, how court system works. Then he also touches upon the fact about how devotees who are having spiritual compassion or this is the word, spiritual compassion for all the fallen souls how when by who have spiritual compassion when they go out and preach, how they are being harassed by those who need power
1: <coughs> so in his exit to these
0: verses um, Prabhupada brings out the theme of the glory of the Holy Name. He, out of his compassion, urges all those who take a Krishna consciousness, they also have a responsibility. What is it? He says that I have become Krishna conscious. I am okay, I have my ladies, I have my Guja, I have my own thing. That is good, but it's not good enough. He points out Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mood about going up to the general mass and sharing the Krishna consciousness with them. He quotes the Arya Krishna Upadesh. Now, the, the, the general mass is not going to take Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada says, where are they going to go? They are going to go to the abode of Janakaras. Because you have got this Krishna consciousness. As a gift, you are seeing them, the gentle mass going to the Abu Rajamudas, why don't you stop? By sharing Krishna consciousness with them. Instead of trying to be an imitator doing solitary bhajan and imitating Silah Sakur, better you go out and preach to whomever you meet, tell. Krishna, share the glories of the holy name and please, thereby you prevent the general mass going to the abode of Yamadas. And this is what Mahaprabhu wanted. Now, one may uh, not have faith in the holy name, one may not have a strong conviction that the holy name will protect. In that case, use this pastime. As an evidence to prove that even the most simple person who was pious before became impious, compared to the most abominable actions, the whole we saw in the last chapter, even such a person, if he chants helplessly the name of the Lord, he is also delivered. So, this is evidence, with this evidence, God. Prabhupada uh, course is um, famous bhakti that was solved on the essay that was said, even little unknown bhakti will save you. Therefore, take up Krishna consciousness. Now, does this mean that throughout my life I will do whatever I like and towards the end, like the Dhamma I also do mine. Last part, make the mental note saying, time and breath, chant. Hare Krishna and keep that known and then throughout your life do whatever you want. So, Prabhupada says, that won't be possible. In his lecture, which was, he says, Quote, Whatever you are we executing as bhajan sadhana, that's alright, but it will be tested at the time of your death. Bhajan kare sadhana kare murti jana kare. It will be tested. Just like a parrot is chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. But when some cat comes in, go, go, go! No. Then missing. So parrot life will not help you. You must be really chanting without any offense. Then it is possibly that at the time of death you will remember. So here we see Prabhupada equally emphasizing one's own personal sadhana, um, strengthening oneself, getting nourished and also having a mood of going out and sharing the message of the Lord, of holding him the Lord with the General Mass, with the um, idea of Parth of Parth, which Prabhupada says, seeing them, seeing the General Mass going to be a Yamaraj. It is not pleasant. So you go out and preach, if you don't have congestion, use this (coughs) time. Now, have you looked at this um, theme of gaining faith from the time, we are going out and preaching, but there are going to be some impediments, some dangers. For preachers, also, as Prabhupada points out, that because of the spiritual compassion for all the fallen souls, Vaishnavas go out to preach according to the standard method of religious principles. But unfortunately, because of the influence of Kali Va, who have dedicated their lives to preaching the glories of the Lord are sometimes harassed and punished by courts on false charges of disturbing the peace. The chanting Hare Krishna in public. Disturbs their peace. They have been torn into pieces inside and at the time of it they are going to be dragged to the court of memory. They don't realize it. So to make them unpropagated, we have to go and preach. They may consider us as a nuisance, as a disturbance. Um, you will be verbally abused, sometimes even physically. Prabhupada has to tolerate and um, go on. In in lecturing in this particular verse when dealing with courts Prabhupada makes an interesting point that if you have some wealth and you are lending it to someone and that person doesn't give the money back So, Prabhupada calls that money which is lent and is not going to come back, he calls that as bad money. Money you already have, that is good money. So, his advice is that, don't spend good money to get that bad money. If you go to court, the moment you enter, you need to file papers, registration fees. So many fees will come, then you have to pay the lawyer, Sometimes you may even have the right to right the judge, to get the money which you have lent to someone else. It's not worthy fighting, using good money to get the bad money. let go of it. So it's not worth fighting. The intelligent person to not pursue in their direction. It's gone, So Let me not waste the money which I have, which is very good. Let me not put the... Good man, you get the bad man. At the same time, in the Ryanda, we will um, see how for protecting Krishna's property, Srila Prabhupada went to the extent of going through the same procedures that he same as driving. going to the court which he says to avoid for protecting Krishna's property and for property Krishna consciousness he went through all that. So we touch upon two such um, instances of those devotees No more. Um, (coughs) One is from the um, case against the devotees in New York where Allegation against the devotees saying that the devotees are brainwashing. And there's a whole propaganda. Then, as Prabhupada was going to the walking in Bombay, he indicated he was sensing that something is going on in New York and he called that as a conspiracy. The morning walked, when talking to devotees, he said, the conspiracy is going on. They couldn't understand what Prabhupada meant. Later, when he came back, To Bombay, which he calls his office. Um, uh, One of his disciples, Rameshwar Prabhupada, he was giving him details about what's happening in New York. And that's what Prabhupada was referring to as conspiracy. Now, during that period, when the movement initially began, people thought these people will come and they will go. But as I thought said, the movement was gaining weight and people are seeing that these, they are not going to go so soon. So they must be tackled in a different way. So one of them is by creating an anti-cult movement um, and targeting Hare Krishna movement with the other religious movements and giving them a title called as brainwashing. And several devotees, their parents, hired deprogrammers programmers to uh, get their sons and daughters back to their homes. It was so related that the parents were shown in the media and the papers as if they lost their daughters and have their past were very near and dear ones and they will be taken away by the Hare Krishna by this manner of brainwashing.
1: It has gone to that that the parents are the higher deep programmers
0: to take the brainwashing away from their own sons and daughters. Uh, he was Kesava Swamy was temple president. He was called to the court to defend um, his colonel. and he was being charged for employing mind control to keep the devotees in the temple. Now, in this scenario, Prabhupada did not back him, uh, and, and he gave arguments. Okay, you are claiming yourself to be parents. What is the duty of a parent? Parent means one who can take one away from the cycle of person death. So then he calls one of the disciples and he finds out the verse from the Bhagavan. Guru Nanasasya, Sholamu Sacha. In the fourth show, this
1: You are claiming yourself to be parents. What is the duty of a parent?
0: The duty of a parent is to get one out of the cycle of a person death. Are you doing it to your sons and daughters? If not, you are not their parents. Just as Prabhupada is saying that the Vishnu Buddhas are expert in logic and arguments,
1: Prabhupada himself
0: is a messenger of the Supreme Lord. He is also showing his expertise. We are here. When He was on the lap of Mother Isoda, from that day, He began to kill. Therefore, Krishna established that He was the Supreme personality of Godhead. So even Krishna was not exempted what to speak of us. Prahlad was not exempted. As soon as you speak of God, His opposition will come. Jesus Christ was crucified. They are so kind that they have not crucified Me or My men. But you have to expect all these things. Mithyamitra was personally injured. Haridasa was written in 22 bazaars. This task is like that. Now having given the logical argument from Rishas, also very affectionately deals with R.E.K.S.U. Um, Maharaj sends more disciples to assist him it was such a scenario that Rav Geshmaraj cannot even travel out of America but he wanted to reach the power personally and get his lessons because he was fighting so much that um, he um, wanted support It is said in the Ramayana also that Lord Rama was fighting without any chariot, without any armor, without any proper chariot driver for many days. And when Rama Rama attacked Rama and Rama had to flee with his chariot driver, at that time um, Sage Narasthya appeared in front of Lord Rama and said that you are so exhausted because you are fighting without any of this it is, uh, at this point it is good to chant the Aditya so that you will gain a new energy and fight against Ram so Lord Ram took that advice and he followed the this here the that you see that Srila Prabhupada is giving not only philosophical arguments but as a kind father he is giving his disciples the spiritual strength, support to traditional men to go and help uh, artificial knowledge. Right. Now the other famous legal case belong all the distance of India appears nicely. So this is Prabhupada talking to Krishna Maras. So to Giriya Maras Prabhupada gives a set of arguments in a letter how to defend. So the scenario is that Manu was paid and Manu was paid to the land ladies and viewers are moving there but still, there are a lot of issues in getting the construction done, delayed, papers were not signed and given to them. So, these are the points, proper lists. So, we need to understand that there was no instant communication like emails, face to face calls, like video, zoom calls, nothing was there. It was all running the whole show by writing letters, and the next there were phone calls. Still, Look at the arguments which Prabhupada gives. He has listed almost eight arguments. The first one is we have fulfilled all the conditions as a purchaser. So he said that one has to be careful in material dealings. So here we see to the uh, uh, minute detail how Prabhupada was alert uh, and should. Why? Because he made the promise to Radha Svi and that I will deliver temple. So here are the points that he is
1: Second point is Mr. N has
0: purposefully delayed with a motive to cheat us and get done with some others in this connection. But this time he cannot cheat us because we are in possession of the land and our deity Radha Krishna has installed there. Therefore we must immediately go to the court for enforcing him to Immediately. Even if the court case goes for a long time, still our business there cannot be stopped.
1: Without going to
0: court, we cannot make any compromise with him.
1: But I think we can arrange the full amount of forty
0: lakhs to get out this rascal out of the scene. But. We cannot do it without going to the court, otherwise we shall become a party for breaking the purchase agreement. Therefore, we have to go to the court before making any compromise. So, the arguments which we need to give to the buyers and the very present how to we and sending more strong men to help the Radh Maharaj to secure that land and build. Why? Because Prabhupada made that promise to Radharas behind that. I will build you a temple. And that's why the book from Maharaj was there. <coughs> so here we see the spiritual compassion of Prabhupada. and the way he thinks, he doesn't think small, he always thinks big. And because he's thinking big and problems. He encourages us um, and all the disciples and the grand disciples to take shelter of the holy name, along with giving all the legal arguments in the same conversation we see, Prabhupada asking devotees to take shelter of the holy name, think of Krishna and continually fight.
1: Because that is
0: what is the um, way to save the fallen souls. from going to be abode no, no of Yamaraj. Have you seen how Prabhupada um, fought those evil battles and won and built the temples? Um, the next thing that he focuses on in his uh, lecture is the theme of punishment how punishment is required and how punishment is a form of purification so he compares um, a person having a disease so this disease person has to suffer he takes medication medication may not be very pleasant but it is a part of the purification one has to go through that. Uh, purification but this punishment has been accordance with the uh, intensity of the sin that or time that is being committed it should be proportionate to the um, the time but if it is not uh, then you will have implications so probably, taught us Says, How does the devotees deal with this? The punishment is good. If you have infected some disease and when you suffer, that means you become purified from the disease. Suffering is not bad to be purified. Therefore, when a devotee suffers, he does not take it deeply. He thinks that I am being purified. I am being purified. So then, the you know, famous words are Thane Compound. Tudam Miksramanam, Bunjana Evatma, Tudam Vipatma, Hridva Kapur, Vrita Tam, Stete, Dhibe Itali, Ormukti, Pagesha, One who patiently suffers the reactions at the same time offering Hridva Kapur, by body and members offering all the to the Lord, certainly becomes eligible for attending the kingdom of the Lord just as the sun is from his So in the theme of punishment, um, I thought of passing upon few examples from the Bhagavata itself. Could um, someone reflect any instances of punishment being offered in the Bhagavata? Is it a curse by the Is that punishment, punishment, or what? It's a curse, right? Okay. So, was there any specific punishment, anything offered in Bhagavad Shiva and Daksha. Shiva and Daksha, okay. And actually, this curse was given that this, those who were uh, Brahmanas they will lose their, uh, this, the, because of the promptness of their knowledge. They will forget the essence of bhakti. And on the contrary, this he had also the Nandi was there when the Daksha was going on. Nandi was cursed to uh, Nandi was by the Brahmana. That he will be like um, he, um, some cuts there also given to Nandi So yeah, we the uh Daksha episode we see Daksha also we see. So it was actually that is why we see those were the Brahmins, they actually moved into this uh, Maya philosophy and other knowledgeable philosophy, but essentially they forget this quintessential part of our bhakti, the process. So that is, where less. That is why we say uh, to whom we marginalized for the Brahmins uh, or These are those who are actually got the real bhakti, and these Brahmins are actually, original Brahmins, they are little bit yes. So, yeah, thank you for. That. We see that whole episode um, of Lord Shiva punishing Daksha for his um, actions of not only um, not calling him for the yetnaya, not offering ovulations, but also just and uh, provoking Sita Mother Sati to kill herself and not to stop her. For all that, that's our, uh, punishment. in that section, Lord Shiva will uh, distinguish and say that there are two kinds of punishment. One punishment which a person who has conquered others and treated them as slaves, that is a kind of punishment. The second is a punishment which a loving father does it for his uh, children. And Lord Shiva would say, I don't punish them. Who else will, if they want to continue on with their sinful activities? Who else will stop and punish them? And he was in a position, correct The uh, purification that that went through, through that punishment, uh, enabled him to come back to his senses, and. He offered prayers to Lord Shiva, pacified him, and then later on he got reinstated to the position of Vajapati after having done his um, penance. So, the position that he had, he lost, then got corrected, punished by Lord Shiva, then got back into um, his position as Vajapati again. We also have of itself punished Sanatrana punished his whole chapter uh, is that uh, his punishment is a bit more a little more complex in the sense that uh, Dheema Lord Krishna will tell them that he has to be killed the Maharaj, Draupati will feel that Although the same gravity will want him to be killed initially because Draupadi goes and sees the ghastly scene of her own sons brutally killed while sleeping. If they had a war and then he would die to their death, fighting the enemy that's different. Here, uh, young boys then they were sleeping, they were slaughtered. When seeing the scene, the doctor he said, I want Ashwantama to be killed. Get him. But when she actually sees Ashwantama, then she is a bit hesitant not to him. So here is where right Ashwantama is a dilemma. He has to execute the order, he has to pacify. And also Krishna, and that's why he does the middle ground of taking away the um, what's that? Jodhpuru in the Yeah, so that, uh, it's a symbol of pride for Ashwadam. So if that is taken off, if that is taken off, then it's as as killing
1: Now, the effect of that is. We expect some
0: purification happening, but it did not happen in Ashwazaman's sure case. So, he, for the vengeance, again he uh, aims it, the Dharmasara. He, he does not how to contract it, withdraw, then he aims at Mother uh, Uttara. So, um, at that time, Lord Krishna gives curse that he has to live without association in a stinking body for so many years. I don't know, until the end of this, I not I'm not sure exactly what it is. But he has to go through that punishment and the purification. But as this is going through this discussion, the problem was mentioning about how that many years of punishment and purification, after that, what has he become? The same becomes Asperated the Bhagavad Is He will be the next Piyasada What's going on here? you Oh see, Asatama Becomes the Next, uh, he will be the Sages or become a Naughty multi- He will come as Piyasada Next. So, The purification that he is going through Makes him So advanced that he takes up the and it's all the Um, so that must be the motive of uh, punishment is to purify and depending on the intensity of the time we expect them to correct them so sometimes it doesn't happen and further more intense punishment is given the other point Prabhu was mentioning about how Lord Krishna was punishing Lord Bhrishma and at the same time showing him affection. both simultaneously happening to Bhrishma why? because um, in Krishna's case uh, the mistakes that he made at the level of managing the work that he took was the king, he could have given that up and protected another property in the assembly. Because you made a decision in management related in relation to protecting your kingdom, the way you manage people, how you deal with people and resources, in that you made a mistake and you could have factored yourself to your position to chastise Vuryodana and Virgarsha. You did? And for that, there is punishment. For that Krishna induced Arjuna to kill Krishna and Arjuna, with tears in his eyes, had to do that service. That is the punishment part. And At the same time, you see, the same Lord he asks all the Pandavas to dress and after the Lord, dress and go and meet Krishna. get advice from him. And he himself goes and stands in front of Krishna at the time of Krishna leaving the world. And that shows the affectionate part as to how the same Krishna was. He is a devotee. He made some mistakes, but which the punishment was given. At the same time, in Mahasri is shown that at the time of death, Vishnu sings those so, glorious prayers in Trimantiru, God of Krishna, like that. He sings that, having given up all the attachment to the outside goal, he focuses on Lord Krishna and he leaves the goal. In this way, we see Lord Krishna is punishing, at the same time, being affectionate to uh, this, uh, legal so I'll end there and let's see if there are any questions on the final Not the okay. Then why did Sukhi Mahani pray to God mm. Krishna? To take all my attachment away from my son. So you are saying Madhavada was attached to his son and he got. Past and how he was acting as a He was afraid of Madhya Shoda not acting. He was afraid of Madhya Shodha and no, how Krishna was killing the demons and no, all that. And how he protected his own family, her own family. She would say that from every time all the Maharajis came one after the other, one after the other, they came and I have gone through all of that, seeing seen all of that, now I want to exclusively dedicate my attention and not thoughts towards you. That's why you will see that um, attachment to family members, if, as Prabhupada writes in the 13th chapter of Gita, if the family life is conducive for you to do devotion, the then be in that. If not, give it up. So here the time has come for Mother Kunti to focus exclusively on the Lord and therefore she is asking to remove those attachments, to become a harmful She wants her attention to go on and on without being I am here to say, Mati, which means my for all of that, if the attachment is that um, death is going to be affecting her exclusive devotion, therefore, she says, there is no other So, anyone wants to answer that? <laughs> yeah.